It's McEnany after the show, podcast number six already. Okay, uh, today I, I got Japanese spiders, a new Guinness record, and uh, twerking or working. Oh, cool. I have a comeback song, mispronounced name brands. Some of them are really weird. And also a four-day work week. Uh, I, I would love that. Let's go. Okay, we start off uh, in Wales. A He calls himself a dedicated drinker. He has set a Guinness World Record for visiting. I'm all about that life. Yeah, I'm all about that. He set a Guinness record for visiting 56 different pubs in 24 hours. Woohoo! Uh, I guess over there, places are open 24 hours, right? Uh, he had to have at least one beverage in each. Gareth Murphy, he's only 29, so you have to be young, I guess, to do this. Yeah. Uh, visited 56 different pubs in 24 hours, February 5th breaking the record of 51 pubs set back in uh, 21. Now, the record-keeping organization's rules requires that he have a drink in each pub. Now, here's where I lose it because he doesn't have to have an alcoholic drink in each pub. Oh, That's so if he kinda, just had a glass of water, he could have. Well, that would have, I mean, that would have killed him. Yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> yeah. guess so. I, I, I guess Ooh. so. But his drinks included orange juice, apple juice. He had some Coke. He had lemonade. Cranberry juice. He goes, I had to stay off the Guinness because that's a little too heavy, he says. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I did have beer in a few select pubs. He couldn't overdo it. He said, um, early on, I was uh, hitting the uh, <clears throat> the restrooms once every 10 pubs, but by the end, I was doing it every two or three. So uh, I think, I mean, that, that's kind of like the pub crawl to a whole different level, I think. Well, yeah. And the pubs over there are so charming. They're little, and that's where you go. Because my husband lived in England for like four years, and he said after dinner, that's where everybody goes. Go down the street to the pub, hang out with everybody. <laughs> I think it's kind of it's, it's like Cheers over there because everybody yeah. goes to their local pub. They just walk, you know. Oh yeah, you don't have to worry just about walk down to the corner, go into the pub, hang out with your buddies from the neighborhood, and throw some darts or whatever. Yeah, that's what they do every night. You There's know, no DUI. Little... Everybody walks home afterwards. Right. You know, which is which is good. And it's not necessarily even about getting drunk. I think it's just about hanging out with your neighbors, which I think is cool. I wish we had kind of more of that around here. <laughs> yeah, I wish we yeah, that'd be kinda of, that'd be kinda of fun if It'd everybody nice. had I mean it's kinda of like Milwaukee. Milwaukee's mm-hmm. kinda of set up that way to where every every corner had their own little neighborhood pub. Yeah, I'm sure there's some places around here like that. That's true. Hey, uh this week a huge story. Uh Stranger Things is back with season four. And so did you know the song Running Up That Hill is having a big comeback because of season four of Stranger Things? You remember that song? Oh, yeah. Kate Bush released it in 1985. And I'd forgotten about it. I was watching the show Stranger Things with my husband. And I think we were on, I think it was episode three, whenever the character Max puts headphones on and she's trying to just, you know, distract herself. And that song is in her, her earphones our headset. And um, so I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that song. That was a great song. Apparently everybody on TikTok and social media thought so too. Doing the same thing. But a lot of the, it's funny though, because younger kids that are watching Stranger Things are just discovering this song. And now because of it, that song is like number one download, uh, number one downloaded song on Spotify wow. this week. <laughs> So great for Kate, Kate Bush, right? What old, that's what's not, old is new again, right? That's not the first time that's happened. Um, I think it happened, I know when Euphoria was out with their last season, there was a song that I was seeing pop up on uh, TikTok a lot. 
And it was younger people saying, "What is this song? This is a really good song." I'm like, a, who's, who does this? Yeah, it's the like, '80s had some great music, man. You got to go back and check it out. So some of you are just now discovering it, but we we knew it all along. <laughs> you should try some of the hairstyles too. They were fantastic. <laughs> oh, those will come back. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, do you do you do IKEA? Are you an IKEA person? I have been. Yes, I've been to the store. Now we don't times. have one here locally. I know. You I have think to our go to Indy. One is Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you know they do a lot of the weird pro- they have a lot of the weird names right. So what they're doing now, I, IKEA Norway has built a name bank. They have over eight hundred listings available on their website. The names are drawn uh, that they've given to their furniture since nineteen forty eight. Now after all these years, I thought they just put a bunch of letters together. To be honest, yeah, I, uh, some of the names are really really weird, right? So what they have now is they've come up with baby names. Oh, for people to use for their babies, right? So think Why? about are they selling them? Uh, I, I, That's I don't tacky. Uh, think of Malm, Kivik. Nah. How about Trotten? <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> Trotten. Dinner's ready. Uh, you know they name the products after Swedish towns, the lakes, uh, different geographical features of the area. People can uh, do that on their own. Yeah, but okay. uh, I, I don't know if they're selling them or they're they're giving them to them free or not. I mean, I don't know if I want to if I'd want a kid name my kid. I mean, I'm a little past that. But Kivik, really, Kivik? Hey, somewhere in another country, they might think that's cool. Maybe in Swedish. I keep getting songs from. Um, I keep getting because I'm the music director here at K105, and I I get a lot of songs from all over. And the name, and this is not one artist. What is the name? Kiva. Kiva. Keeps coming to me. And when I look it up, there's like some Norwegian country singers and stuff that are sending me there. And there's there has been at least two different girls with that name. So it must be big over there. I guess so. Hey, speaking of mispronounced names or consumer brands, anyway, that you may have known. Well, of course you know them all. But did you know you're probably mispronouncing them? And IKEA is one of them. The most... Mispronounced consumer brands are one Google. How? What's hard about that? I don't know. I don't, uh, Google, 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 <laughs> Google a uh, Porsche. Porsche is it Porsche? Porsche? See now I don't know Porsche Porsche. What is it? I don't know. P O R S C H E. I've always called it Porsche. I just but say I guess, Porsche. But I know some people call it Porsche. But I always thought that. Okay. I know uh, the actress is Portia de Rossi. Well, yeah. So maybe um, it's I Portia. don't know how she spells her name though. IKEA is one of them, and when I looked it up, they can't even decide because in New Zealand they say IKEA, IKEA. We say IKEA, right? Oh, you could just call it Icky. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I go to the store. I've been there several times, um, but I mean, here everybody calls it IKEA. This one, uh, number four on the list is Marlboro. Is that Marlboro. wrong? The cigarette Mar- Marlboro. <laughs> Mar- Mar- the Marlboro Man. Now I'm second-guessing all of these. Marlboro. That sounds stupid, doesn't it? <laughs> Marlboro. Mar- now no, Marlboro sounds bad. See, the more you think about it, the harder it gets. And this one I don't understand at all. Fifth on the list is BMW. BMW, the car. BMW. Maybe people call it BMW. That's what I'm thinking. Um, it has to be the W because that's the first 
thing you learn when you go to broadcasting school is it's not W. <laughs> Down south, it's, it's w. BMW. Yeah. Where's my BMW? BMW. I hate hearing W. <laughs> BMW. BMW. Uh, it's not that hard. But anyway, <laughs> there's some words that, um, that do you have any words you struggle with? There, it, it, I it's 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 weird. You don't think about them till you run across them. Uh huh. And that um, usually it's when I'm doing a commercial. Conscience. You, conscious. Oh wait, what? How do you say it? Conscience. 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 Oh, okay. conscientious. Conscientious. I, I, yeah. yeah, I can't. I have a hard time saying that. Okay, so this one lady I knew was telling me she was she took her uh, husband to a winery, which I think a lot of times that is intimidating to people. If they go into certain wineries are more intimidating than others. Most of them around here are very, very laid back, very nice people. They're just, you know, local people with their local business. They got these beautiful wineries and they're just more than welcoming when you come in. But some wineries, when you go in, um, they can be a little, uh, I don't know, intimidating to people. So this woman's husband was trying to participate in the wine tasting and he couldn't say aficionado. Now I can't say it. Aficionado. Wine lover. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? The more you think about a word, the less you can say it. I think that's true. Okay. Uh, do you like spiders? No. You know, you know my, my, my kids don't like spiders. A Japanese IT engineer has created a new night lamp. Here's the deal. It crawls on robotic spider legs. It leads by here. It leads you to the bathroom in the middle of the no. night. It Mm-mm. leads the way for you. Don't need that in my life. <laughs> so in the middle of the night, when you have to go to the restroom, especially when you're a kid and you don't know where you're going, so you don't bump in the walls, you don't hit something on your way in. This is going to lead you to the restroom. Uh. He goes as a father of two. He was reminded of his own childhood when he was terrified of going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and the idea of guiding night lamp. Sprouting in his brain. So, so why not create a spider? That sounds terrible. Now, Twitter is with you. They hated it. They found it creepy, downright disturbing, and said that it would only make their nighttime trip to the bathroom even scarier. Oh, gosh. Can you yeah, imagine? I think that's worse. Um, hey, you know, I was sitting on the patio the other day, and there was a spider. My husband sprayed the yard because he was trying to keep insects and stuff off my trees and stuff. And um, I'm sitting there on the patio and I noticed some movement. And I looked down and there was this ugly looking spider and legs are flailing. And I could see, oh, it's struggling somehow, you know. So it must have gotten into that stuff my husband sprayed. And you could tell it was it was just about croaking, but it was trying to hang on. And the reason it was trying to hang on is all these little baby ants were squirming around. <laughs> and and he'd lay there for a second, or she, and the ants would come around, those little ants, you know. And um, that spider would get up like, hang on, I'm alive, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm not checking out quite yet. Yeah, eventually the uh, ants won that battle. But I said I had to, <laughs> I told my husband, I have to give up. I can't witness this carnage anymore. <laughs> Gross. Say they work as a team, so you wouldn't do the the moving nightlight. No, I don't like spiders. I think that would be kind. Of, I think it'd be kind of cool though. Now, now, my daughter hates needles, but she hates bugs. Even I mean, she would get up and run out of the room. Hmm. 
Um, so I, you know, I have to get the, uh, I have to That's get the, the shoe dad out. Dad job, husband job. Yeah, the man's job in life to kill the bug. You know, wh- why do we have to do all that stuff? Because you have to. You know, I, I guess we do. <laughs> uh, That's and, my rule. I don't want to see it. Well, let's cheer you up then. Did you know about this study they're doing again, another one, to see the benefits of a four-day work week instead of a five-day work week? Now, which a lot of people around here work six days a week. Wouldn't it be great if we could go to one day shorter at work and like balance it out a little bit better? You know, th- I think we could do that. I don't well, know they- if you and I could do that. This study says they're this the largest study they've done. Three thousand three hundred British workers are participating in the largest trial of a four day work week. The six month experiment will be looking at how the new schedule uh, impacts their stress, job, and life satis- satisfaction. <laughs> now I can't say anything. Travel and energy use. They did it uh, in twenty fifteen in Iceland, and it had the it had overwhelming positive results. Wow. So I, I don't could, know what, uh, how long they get. How long they get to study this? How long I, does it take to know? <laughs> I could I could <laughs> embrace I that. That would be awesome. Let's go to a four day work week. Everybody in. Everybody in. Hey, raise your hand if you only want to work four days. You <laughs> you work four days, you get three. Oh, I could, man, that would be awesome. It's more balanced. It, it, it's much more balanced, and I I think people would work harder those four days. That's and, what these results are seeming to show. It, it's just I think it's the same as those people that are uh, getting to work from home right now that it's shown that I think they work harder from home because they get to do other things and they have the weekends free. See, that's the one thing I was hoping that COVID would give us or teach us is the importance of balancing your family life and work life and all of it. And I felt like it was, it had changed for a while, but now I feel like we're kind of coming out of – coming away from COVID more and more to where everybody's going back to the way they were before as far as working. Um, And a lot of offices aren't letting people, as many people, work from home anymore. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to stay that way or not. But I thought it was a good thing. Let's see if it lasts. I know a lot of big businesses are making people come back to work, but I know there's a lot of other big businesses that have proven that it's working for them having their people at home. So... Um, I think it's a 50-50 deal right now. Mm -hmm. We'll see how it works out. That wraps up this week's episode. Uh, We'll do it again next Friday, and we'll try to do better.